All right, y'all, welcome to episode 114 of Can't Call It with your boy J. Kill. And your boy J. Wright. And we bite is up. <laughs> J. Wright, you got a special guest in the building, huh? Oh, yeah, we got to introduce the OG. He said we can call him OG. Yeah, man. We, I call him Mr. Lawrence. You know, but this is this guy here, just 100 stand up, you know, and uh, he's related to a star football player on the team. But he's a star in his own right. We got Mr. Lawrence Finger, the uncle of Makai Wingo with us today. Special guest. How you doing, Mr. Lawrence? Man, I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you fellas having me on. OG in the building. Are, you, are, are we live from St. Louis right now? Is that where we at? Absolutely. Yeah, man. Sitting up here in the bedroom. <laughs> now, now who was who that uh, above your head right now I'm looking at? Man, that's a photo that would have been me and my wife, except that ain't us. That's somebody else. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she put that up there, man. Okay. So, so I'll tell you, that's, a, that's us 30 years ago. Hey, shout out to Black <laughs> Art. Y'all support yes, the sir. Black Artists out there. Man, so, so how you feeling right now, man? We got heard the big news. Makai is going ahead and putting his name in the draft. How, how's the family feeling? Man, everybody's excited because, first of all, we didn't know if he was really going to do it, you know, coming off the surgery. Mm. So he was he was contemplating, you know, staying another year, you know. And then I think this last game, because I was saying that, well, is he going to play? And when he played, and I think when he got them two sacks, I think he was like, yeah. I'm back out there now because right before he got the first sack, the announcer said, we haven't heard anything from Wingo yep. yet. And yep. the next play, he got that yep. sack, you know? And I'm like, okay, he back, you know? Yeah. And so um, I think that's what really did it for him. You know, like, I don't know who's all talking to him, but um, like when I talked to him and, and me and his mom and his, his granny is my twin sister. So like I told him, they got plenty of film on Makai. If they can't go off what he's already done, you know, you know, player of the year and all that stuff, defensive player, first team, you know, a lot of times, you know, so much politics in football, everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. I don't care how good you are. In the end, it's who you know. Who going to get you that trial? Who going to get you that shot? You know, yeah. because how else can a guy undrafted get onto a team and become a star? Yep. He yeah, had to know somebody. He knew somebody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They, they saw him, saw how good he was. Hey, man, I'm going to get you tried over here on this team. You walk on here, and boom, there it is. And all it takes is opportunity. Everybody know that. You know, remember back in the day, that old saying, put me in, coach, I'm ready to play? Yep. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Right there. <laughs> they, they put you in the game, and you take over. You know, you get your shot. You got to do it. Just that simple. Uh, no doubt. I mean, the way they close that game out, you know, we're gonna get get your perspective on it too. Uh, the the defense was was struggling. I mean, they was getting they was struggling beat by by a backup quarterback. I would say yeah, at yeah. best. And uh, it, man, for them to close it, that game out with the defense on the field, I, that I know I was nervous. I was like, man, if our offense yeah. is on the field, I feel great. But man, but I we don't saw know. them fail so many times at that. Mm -hmm. You know, they their defense is on the field. In all their games, their defense on the field the bulk of the time. At least, I'm going to say, 55% of the, of, of the clock, their defense is on the field because they couldn't stop the run. Mm -mm. And, you all. know, the run eats up the clock. Real quick. Yeah. how So, how what was what was the perspective that you were kind of seeing all year with? Because, you know, last year, the, the defense was decent. I will say they were, they were formidable. They weren't, you know, the purple they, people eaters or the steel curtain, yeah. but they was decent. 
They weren't um, dominant. But then, yeah, but, but this but, year but just they was, was decent. Yeah, so yeah. What, what do you think was going on this year? I, I, I think, man, they just weren't wrapping up. Mm. You, if you look at a lot of them big plays they got, guys was arm tackle, trying to arm tackle. You know, you know, up there trying to hit you with a shoulder, stuff like that. Nobody, I've never seen them where they really just wrap up. And on that interior defensive line, once that running back gets to the second level, it's over. It's over. Yep. Ain't no yep. D-back back there coming up to take that hit. Mm-hmm. If that linebacker don't make that hit, I mean, how many – they gave up what? How many 35-year-old plays they gave up? I mean, it's like guaranteed. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, they're going to give crazy. up – you know, them run. I, I wish we had the stats of how many running backs had over 150 yards on LSU this year. Uh, I'm going to pull it up while y'all talking. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And I know I used to talk to him with Kyle all the time. I say, you know, I watch when that when the defensive line go off the ball. We was always taught you get that first push in your head. You count one thousand, two thousand. If you ain't mm-hmm. on, if if that quarterback can't release that ball, now your push goes back into the back the other net. You back off. That ball coming out. If yeah. if you look at Jaden Daniels. Last year, he was holding that ball so long. That's why he got sacked so much. This year, he started getting that ball out. Look what he did. Won the Heisman. A simple adjustment. And the defensive line, I don't think any of them had no outstanding stats all year. You know the defensive backs didn't have no. I bet no defensive back in LSU had five interceptions. They, they just wasn't doing it. And they were known yeah. for their defensive backs last year. They were known for it. Yeah. And yeah. that twenty-two just, season. Yeah, they they that was, and the thing that was upsetting as a fan was, if you just got maybe one or two more stops a game, you, your 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 it whole record's different. different. Mm-hmm. The whole record's different. Yeah. Just World you know. And I mean, yeah. some of them plays, you know, they was on third and long, and they gave up the big play. Oh yeah, backing up off the yeah. the, the receiver seven and eight yards. Well, automatically he got the first down. I don't think they're good at jamming yeah. receivers. I think that's what the problem is. I told, you know, their guys are really small. They might have height, mm. but they don't. They ain't got no weight on them. And them guys only yeah. weigh. A buck sixty-five, you know, stuff like that. They mm-hmm. got a little bit of speed on them, but they ain't got no oomph to them. Yep, that's the same thing we were saying. Like the safeties, like you said, when they get to that second level, they don't have somebody right there that can clean it up and come up and make mm-hmm. a clean tackle. They, they, they ain't and got so They was just getting gashed every which way by every offense. It wasn't just like one team. No, it was every it was, team. You know. I bet every team was showing some know, type of weakness, exploiting some type of weakness. And it, 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 it wasn't always the same defensive back. It was all over the field, up the middle, off yep. the side. You know, yep. if the running back, if he bounced it out, he gone. He good as gone. Mm-hmm. And and uh, straight up yep. the middle, because they wouldn't run up the middle too much because of Perkins. But they'd bounce that thing to the outside. Yeah. yeah. Then, you know, that's when they get something up the middle. That dude, now him, he saved them in a lot of games. That dude, Perky, he really got a lot did. of it. He, that he, dude, he's just a sophomore, man. Oh, yeah. He the real deal. Yeah. 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 He, he no that, joke. That's why I'm excited because 
Because Baker, the new defensive coordinator for Missouri, he's going to use him the right way. I feel like Perkins yeah. going to use the right way this past season. Nope. So, nope. But I got a question for you because, you know, last year we was talking about Makai probably being the best player on the defense. He was mm-hmm. underrated in a sense because yes. everybody didn't know what to expect because mm-hmm. he been him being a trainer, because you fans hadn't put eyes on him yet. Did, when he was a kid, did he seem special? Like, did he, did he always play defensive line man, or was he playing the other position? Man, let me tell you something. One thing a lot of people don't know, you know, he even played fullback. Hmm. Mm, man, I remember. T- I figured. That. I remember talking to him one time, and because you know, <laughs> I saw him chasing down the quarterback. He couldn't have been no more nine, ten. I'm gonna say most eleven years old, chasing mm-hmm. down the quarterback, and he dived. What mm. defensive lineman, you know? First of all, running a good seven yards to ten yards laterally, chasing down the quarterback, then he dives. Tell the world with all the dive and get this dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I saw him do that, and I was like, I'm talking, I say, damn. And this was a mama's boy, <laughs> you know. And, but on that field, he turned into a total another person. So I told him one time, I say, I said, man, you should run the ball sometime. I said, I said, Coach, you should give him the ball sometime. Look at the speed. He know how to cover that, protect that ball. Man, I think he mm-hmm. had like six touchdowns one time, one year. Wow. Running the ball. Wow. Because he looked like he's quick foot, you know, when he oh. when he, he's engaged, his feet are still moving, which is one thing that they tell you, they coach, is, you know, once you start moving, you're dead in the water. You did always admire. I know, just he, wish, man, he, when he, he was younger, kept moving, kept if I would have got him playing racquetball when he was younger, it would have really improved his footwork mm-hmm. a whole lot better. Because mm-hmm. both of I taught both of them, and I got my oldest son, man, He's 6'3", about 350. He played for Jennings High School here in St. Louis. Okay. And right. if it wasn't for okay. him getting his knees messed up in high school, he would have made it to the pros because he played offense and defense. Ooh. Oh, mm. he was a beast, man. 6'4", 350. Man, he, he was a beast oh, in yeah. high school, but he had knee problems. And I got a nephew who was in tight with some of the Rams players. He kept saying, man, I can get Pat on the practice squad. But at that point, he was all banged up, and he was in his late twenties when we, when the Rams even, you know, so think about this. So that didn't happen. But as far as Makai, he has mm-hmm. always been the way you all see him now. He has yeah. always been like that. Mm. Always a beast, was, man. Oh yeah, I think St. Louis is underrated as a football town, you know, because you have, like you said, the people you just named, like the athletes, like. Every couple, I would say, every year or two, there's there's like three or four blue chippers, and then there's some cats underneath that are solid, solid players that go D one, but people don't recognize it. Like you have Ohio State come in and get some players, mm-hmm. Mizzou trying to get them locked down now, and well, and, uh, even LSU this past year got a couple up. Well, they they got that pipeline because of Makai. Mm-hmm. Cause he yep. know these guys, he yep. know them, and he and he you know mm-hmm. and he do a lot mm-hmm. of recruiting for them, man, a lot of recruiting. And then oh, yeah. Coach Steeps being from St. Louis too, you know, mm-hmm. the best thing could have happened was Coach Steeps going to LSU. You know, who knows what happened when Kavi stayed at Mizzou, you know, but we can't look back because Mizzou got better and he got better. <laughs> 
So it was a win-win yeah. for everybody. Exactly. Yeah, you very rarely awesome. see it happen like that. No, r- rare. Usually yeah. they go somewhere else, and everything goes downhill. Mm-hmm. Mm. But you know, mm-hmm. but for Makai to go in there and keep in mind, let me, y'all know the story behind he got the start, don't you? Now nah, give, give us the story. Give us the backstory. This how he got the start. Very first play of the game against Florida, or might be Florida State. The Makai was on the field with the uh, the other defensive lineman, number ninety nine. He got a big. He made a big play. Jumped up in the air, came down to his ACL. That's how my guy got the start. My guy got oh, the start. Oh, Mason Smith when he uh, Mason Smith okay, when he okay. tore his knee on the very first play of the game. Mm-hmm. That's how my guy oh, yeah, got yeah, yeah. My guy never got off the field after that. After that, he he yeah. played every down as a defensive line. Man, man, he had what is it, eighty two percent of the snaps. That's a lot for a defensive lineman in his first year on that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, now I mean, most of the time you see them big guys waving to the sideline like, take me out, take me out. Yeah, yeah, but not him. Now, let's fast forward to this year when Mason Smith comes back and Makai goes down. Mm. Mason was nervous as hell going back out there. <laughs> hey. He said, oh, man, that's my, that was Makai's spot. And it took Makai's grandmother to say, oh, man, you got it. You can do it. You know what to do. Yeah, but because keep in mind, Makai took his spot. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Now he got to come get it back. Yep. And he ain't got Makai to look back on because Makai hurt. He got to hold it down. Mm-hmm. Man, that, that's a lot of weight on your shoulders. It is. It is. Especially you when know, somebody had like dude, a, uh, all SEC type yeah, season, too. Yeah. You know, but he stepped up. You know? He, yeah. Now I don't know if he got. Does he still have time left? Mason. Oh yeah, he's younger. He can. Uh, yeah, he can come back. He got what? He got a year, almost two years out because he sat the one year when he was hurt. So he had, he salvaged that year. He might have two years left if he want to stay that way. Yeah, he can you leave know? if he wants, but he uh, if he wants to, he yeah, stay. yeah. I think he should. I think he should stay. Yeah, another yeah, this, season this, at least. This wasn't his finest year. That, that freshman nope. year, he he showed us a lot, and then he got hurt. He was a beast, man. He was yeah. a beast. And like I said, then he got hurt. Yeah, What? so it's funny you told that story. It had me thinking, you know, with, with the number change, you know, LSU. Yeah. That 18 mean a lot. So it, means a lot, it seems like that was part of his character in the first place to, you know, be that person that could step in mm-hmm. and, in the same sense, encourage a teammate whenever they needed to come back. So how, how was – were y'all aware of that tradition at LSU before, or that's well, y'all kind of learned about? No, I just learned about it this year. You know, okay, because like, because keep in mind, we all had number ninety-two jerseys. Ah, yeah, yeah. Now we got to go out and buy <laughs> new jerseys. <laughs> man, look here. Hey, so I know I, how the mamas I, be. They like, I already got my jersey. I'm not getting right, it. right. So <laughs> when they switched the number, you know, of course we all end up finding a guy. He made us all new jerseys. Matter of fact, my jersey. Says number eighteen, Wingo's uncle. Oh, okay, you know, and um, <laughs> and I told him I said, and and now that I got it, I'm gonna go over there and have him sign it so I can hang it up because I keep all my stuff in the like in my garage, man. I got the posters with Corey Spinks when he fought Zab Judah here in St. Louis. Mm. Got all that stuff, the program, everything, autographing, hanging up in the, in the garage. Oh, we got to see that one these days. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So I um, so yeah, I definitely want my jersey signed. I got my tennis shoes. I got everything I got at LSU, I'm going to have Makai sign it. I'm going to put all that stuff in an acrylic case. 
put it in the garage, hang it up in the garage. You got, you got the Everything. man cave in the garage? Yeah, well, yeah, okay. my wife won't let me have one nowhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Man, look here. If I went down in the basement and it says Kim's Man Cave. Oh, <laughs> you know, okay. You, you see him upstairs in the bedroom talking to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> in, in the living room, where I be in a family, where I be in there watching TV. She in there on the couch sleep. Mm. Oh, so yeah. she took that from me. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they got nothing, man. I, I'm in my closet. You see that? So yeah, right. <laughs> but but check this out. Now, do y'all? How often y'all go down to a game? Uh, I got tickets to the games. I, I just moved back to New Orleans, so uh, I went man, to. You gotta love it. I went to five games this year. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now I last to, year, man, I was all over the place last year down there. Oh, oh man, it was just it's such an experience. I had never been in Death Valley. My first time there at a game. And I never even realized the sign said, Welcome to Death Valley. I never mm-hmm. even, I never even, you hear it on the TV all the time. But when you see it. And that South End Zone, yep. Man, and that heat. Oh my God. <laughs> man. <laughs> man, that heat. Woo! I was man. like, How do y'all do this every day, day in, day out? Hey, and they be drinking at like eight o'clock in the morning. They start. <laughs> they be getting man, lathered up. I was doing it. Man, I was like, let them you get, get caught you. up. You get caught up, man, because everybody's so friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they going to offer you food All the along plates. with the liquor. Yeah. yeah. So so it's easy to get caught up in it. And then here's what I learned. I worked in in uh, in uh New Orleans before my nephew even went there. I was down there working. I used to work for a company. We repaired the sewer lines. Okay. So we, we riding around in Ninth Ward, do showing us all the Ninth Ward stuff. And uh, we was working right off of uh, Bourbon Street. And I noticed the houses was painted burgundy and gold. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and I was like, man, what's all this burgundy and gold? And the guy said, man, if you don't bleed purple and gold or black and gold, you ain't. we don't even want to talk to you. I thought he was joking. I'm from St. Louis. <laughs> Dude told me, man, don't you bring that red down here. He was serious. <laughs> he said, man, don't you wear no cardinal stuff down here. Not no Rams gear. Nope. None of that. Nope. They don't play that. They will take that stuff off you. Hey. They, I saw it because for years all they had. I mean, now they got the Pelicans down here, but it's not yeah, really a basketball city. It's, it's a football town. It, so. It's a football town, man. Yeah. And, they, and, they, and they bleed it. And they, mm-hmm. you know, and they're so passionate about it. And then, you know, all the people got the Florida Leafs on their doors of their houses and stuff. Yep. And I was like, man, this, you know, it's it's a cult, you know. Low it's key. one of them things that you you either with it or you're not, and you better better not tell nobody you're not. Hey, you, you better you better assimilate. You better assimilate. So man, I, so when I be down there, man, look here, I got Saint stuff in there, and, and like when I go, my buddy, he's from New Orleans. Okay. And uh, when I go down there, man, I have on my Florida League cap. I have my shirt on. Everything is all about LSU or the Saints, because I know. Yeah. You gotta go with the program. Got to. You gotta you go. Know? You gotta go along to get along. <laughs> I, 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 man, I ain't be down there talking about head, baby. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I go right with him, man. I said, shoot, I'm a regular. Straight <laughs> <Turn> up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so speaking of that, how was uh so we kind of touched on Death Valley, but how was that in comparison to, to Columbia? Oh, when when uh you went to Missouri? 
You want you to catch a couple games there? Oh yeah, you want the honest goodness truth? What? It's too white. It's too white. <laughs> too white, man. I mean, it was it was just it was just too white. It was, hey, man. And it was funny you say that because LSU being a predominantly white school, it doesn't have that hey, vibe. I didn't know that. I yeah. thought it was HBCU. <laughs> I did. Man, when I realized it was not a black school, was when I was at the game. I said, "Where all these white folks come from?" Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the whole band. I think it was one black girl in the whole band. Mm-hmm. What they call the golden somebody? The golden band from Tigerland. Yep. Man, I saw one black girl. I said, "Damn!" And then my niece said, "Oh, <laughs> it's a predominantly white school." I say, "Well, they don't advertise it like that." Yeah. Now we got uh, <laughs> we got about we got about four black girls on the flag team, and we got that one uh boy. I don't, I don't know what his pronouns are, okay. but uh, you talking about out of about three hundred people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but hey, you know, again, that that's New Orleans, and they market it like it's. I mean, in my eye, because you talk about the band and the band, man, they play that LSU band is horrible. That Lily White music they play. Oh my God, man! We sit there like <laughs> we're like, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah. We we used to have a, uh, the 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 band director from Jackson State. No, where was he from? Was he from Jackson State? I he think that's there. where he was from. Yeah, yeah he's not there no more though. No, yeah. no, they got no. rid of him because <laughs> it was it was starting to be. That's what I'm saying. He had too I much season. It was a black school. He had too much season when he yeah, yeah. they was out there clowning, man. And then <laughs> and then now they got that. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. You, you think a shark coming? <laughs> you know, it, it, no flavor whatsoever. You know, them, them them girls out there, they don't shake it down. It it, it was just like going to uh, what, what they call it that uh, the debutante, a debutante ball. Oh, that, yeah. That, yeah, that's what I like in it too. To hear the music, you be wait. Come on, y'all, get some flavor. Even Macau was here, man. This, you know, the, the band can't get us hype. It takes the student oh, no. section. Yeah, the student yeah. section is what gets them hyped. Mm-hmm. The band ain't about nothing, man. They need yeah, change. They uh, <laughs> they added one of the the local DJs, uh, Super Mike, into the the experience now to kind of switch it up. Because yeah. hey, look at and that's all you get, and that's and you get that before the game mm-hmm. and doing some timeouts. Yep, that's it. You know, that's it. That's all you are gonna get. They're not gonna do too but, much. No, nah, but man, I went to um, what what what? Oh, Arkansas. Okay. When Arkansas played LSU, man, let me tell you something. Arkansas played dirty. Mm. We was killing them the first half of the game, killing them. Yeah. It was like yeah. 16 to 7 or something like that. Guess what they did at halftime? What's that? Man, they brought out Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, oh yeah. Man, they I put on this 15-minute show. All the lights, the you know, they had everybody put your phones up, lit up the whole stadium. Man, they calling the pigs, Suey. We didn't score another point. <laughs> Game over. It was. I said, that's it. We lose it. What are you talking about? I said, man, how you follow that? They brought out <laughs> Jerry Jones. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot he, about that. Yeah, he clowned for fifteen minutes, man. <laughs> he clowned. They they probably had to drag him off the damn field. Man, yep. that's crazy. Wasn't Jerry Jones yep. a lineman back in the day? Yeah, he was a lineman. Yeah. 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 And he built the times have changed. Upper, <laughs> they say he spent fifty million building that upper ring of that stadium. He did that. I can believe, believe it. And, and so, man, 
that's why I kept saying, okay, now that was that was in Fayetteville. We went, uh, we went, we was down there, so they showed out, and I kept mm-hmm. saying, man, I don't know if I want to. And keep in mind, this was with a backup quarterback. This was not with their starting running back, and they won the game. Mm. They won the game with two backups, a running back and a quarterback. We couldn't do nothing after Jerry Jones finished that halftime show. <laughs> hey, like you said, they called them pigs. It changed the they, mood. It, it, it changed the whole narrative, man. Man, they hit. They and it, I'm talking. You thought you said the Super Bowl. That's how. That's how good mm. it was. Wow. And, and, and my wife was at that game. Now keep in mind, we all got on mm-hmm. LSU clothes. Yep. This girl then switched over to the other side. She over there rooting oh. for Arkansas. These white folks buying oh, her beers no. and all this stuff. <laughs> I'm talking about at halftime. She did all this. <laughs> now, after, has she ever been to another oh, LSU no. game? Oh no, she can't come back. I said, oh, you'll no. never go to the LSU game again. <laughs> nah, nah. Mm-hmm. You're going to switch side because no, somebody bought you a Budweiser? No, baby. <laughs> she ain't been to another game, man. Oh, uh, no. Nah, nah. We got, well, our loyalty stronger than that, especially with LSU. Yeah, man, just, come on. Can't switch it up. No. I'm at the switch switch LSU up. game, man, and they brought out, this was some uh, alumni day they was having, Leonard Fournette. And all of them was at the game. I kept saying, man, that dude look familiar. And I said, oh, hell. When they started announcing the name, I said, I, said, I knew that was Leonard Fournette. Man, they right down in front of us, all of them. Mm. And I'm like, I kept saying, man, there's some big dudes down there. They, they probably used to play football here. <laughs> <laughs> it was all, look at them, they're all Hall of Famers, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever run it? You ever ran across Shaq? When he, for like uh, one of the homecoming games? What he, that's my, my, uh, my my niece them did when he the last one he when he was down there man because you know that of dude, course you never realize how big he is till you actually like in front of him and you know Makai just crossed over as a brother you know he, oh yeah I heard yeah. yeah 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 so so that's when he got to be Shaq okay you know yeah because you know <laughs> he was down there for the homecoming game and so now uh, you know now Makai's a brother so it's like and man and, and I don't know if a lot of people noticed it but after he did that when he plays and crossed over. He became a different dude on that he football field. Yeah, he turned up. Cause, cause you never saw him really like, you know, make gestures like, yeah, yeah, I'm the man. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. I, I come telling mm-hmm. my nephew, my little brother, I said, man, look at him. He a whole nother dude. And I asked him, I said, man, what's different? He said, man, I'm playing free. Mm-hmm. He said, I get to play free now. Cause you notice he'd be on the he'll line up in the defensive end slot. He'll be over the center. You know, so they have moved mm-hmm. like three different slots. And here's something else a lot of folks don't know about Makai. All through high school, his first two years of college, he was basically playing with one arm. Mm. Wow. You know, that's why wow. he just had to he he had the shoulder shoulder surgery. Nobody knew that. He was always playing one mm. arm. All through high school. Man. All through the first two years of college, he just had the surgery this just past year, you know. And he wow. was playing with a growing issue. Yeah, see, like, that's just that's crazy. crazy. Like, that, if I'm an NFL that team, that is, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're playing that well with with that type of lingering issue, I'm definitely going to pick you now because I know that you can play. And and check this out: if he playing that well, hurt. What does that say about the guys he's yep. going up against? 
I would draft him, pay for the surgery, and let him sit and just recuperate. Yeah, and let him sit. So yep. you get completely healed. Yep. You know? That's because the only what? Was it hey, it's what, 22? 21? Yeah, 22. 22. Yeah, 22. Yeah. So yeah, let him sit out a year and get fully healthy and get get get, get fully healthy. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Because then you get a better bang for your buck. Because if you play these yeah. guys and they never quite heal, then their whole career they're gonna be injury prone. Or he be done career. by 27, 28, as opposed yeah, to sit yeah, out a year and let him play. He might 30, get a second 30. contract. You yeah. know, and the, the whole goal is to get to that second contract. That's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. Your rookie yeah. contract, if you ain't in the top ten, you know, then you fighting for that next contract. Mm-hmm. You know. I know guys who, you know, played for the Rams, you know, sit up here and got that rookie contract, thought they had made it, never made it to the second contract. You got to work for UPS. Now they're back on the street, you know? Yep. And uh, uh, it's sad. The, sec- the second deal is where you change your family trajectory right there. Yeah. Uh, say that again. The second deal is where you change your family trajectory. The first because deal. families yeah. don't get it. They think because mm-hmm. he made it to the league, Ooh, he gonna buy me a house. He gonna buy nah. me a car. That dude ain't got no real money yet. Nah, nope, that, that first deal is take no. care of yourself. The second deal is where take you care of yourself. Everything. Go mm-hmm. get your SUV. Yep. Get you get an you apartment. Know. Most of them guys can't even afford a house at that point. And that depends yep. on what city you get drafted into. Yep. Or they can mm-hmm. buy the house, but they can't afford the upkeep of the house. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. see, my main my thing about that is this: they should have. And, and 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 I'm talking directly to Makai about this. You got to surround yourself with a good financial team that knows how to mm-hmm. say no to your family. Yep. yep. Because you gonna do stuff out of your heart when you really got to do it out of your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Leave your heart out of the part. Because I'm telling you something. Your family will break you overnight. And oh, then yeah, when you don't. come back, when you come back home. And ain't going back out that door. Now they won't know what happened. Well, mm-hmm. y'all let me try. All right, sometimes you, you know? gotta ask people like, "What would you? What would you do if I wasn't here?" Like, yeah, you, you figure but it out. How right? many? How, how many people gonna really say that to their family? Especially I know too many. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. But the thing is, you gotta hire somebody that's gonna say no for you, yep. and you can't. Because I know me. At, at this age, I've had, had to say, and I ain't nowhere near rich, but I've had to say no to my family members. Because mm-hmm. they'll, they'll bleed you dry. I'm telling you, man, if they think you got it because of how they think you live, oh, they coming for it. Yeah, that's real. That's they, real. They coming for it, man. They coming for it, I'm telling you. And then you be sitting up here, oh, man, you know, I got I to gotta do this for the family. And yet when you sitting up here and you struggling, Ain't nobody, Ain't nobody helping you out. Man, mm-hmm. I, y'all might be too young to remember uh, this song years ago. Teddy Pendergrass, Where Are All My Friends? Mm. You know, when I had money, all the fans called, everybody ride with me, they was with me. When you when you hit a rough spot, and who was that? Uh, Drake said that, no new friends. You got to understand <laughs> that. That's real. Up. That's up. real. No yeah. new friends. Yeah. If they wasn't there doing the struggle, because mm-hmm. I mean, look at Terrell Owens and Dennis Robin and Ricky Williams, all them guys broke. 
because they trusted a new person. The wrong person. You know? And, and they're going to be nope. coming. You know, they, oh, they're they coming. They, they, man, they sitting yeah. there waiting. And look here. And if they can't get you, they'll send a chick after you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 That's their job. They'll send a chick after you. That's why God didn't give me all that ability that Makai got. Because I probably would have folded. Yeah. <laughs> I, been See, I mean, really. <laughs> I mean, think about it. You know? I got a, a lot got of a... us. What? Go ahead. No, finish, finish the statement because I got another question, but go ahead. You, you got to know what you can and cannot handle. If you can't handle money, get somebody yeah. to handle it for you. Yep. You know, if you're not good being around women, hey, get you some dogs to hang out with you. That's going to let you know. <laughs> no, nah, bro, come on, man. Shit, no, nah, man, come on, don't do that. Let's go this way. Yep. You know, it's, it's just that simple. Got to make That's good real. decisions. That's got real. you. So, so I want to talk about uh, something that we've talked about a lot on this podcast. And it's been a, a hot topic in college football, uh, NIL. So mm. uh, without, I mean, we don't need you to incriminate nobody or get no specific okay. details. But <laughs> uh, what is it? What is the landscape of uh, this NIL uh, atmosphere now? Like how is how the 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 university's doing this, is it how the coach is treating it, how the players, like, what, what's, like, the whole process right now? For, for instance, well, somebody like Makai who had a transfer. Well, that's how they get there. Mm. Well, you know, Deion Sanders, he just told it all. He said, you know, with the new end ideals that they got all these people the, from the private sector putting up this money. Like, Deion Sanders is the coach, right? Yep. But basically, mm -hmm. he got an NIL deal. Right. When you think about it, remember they said they signed him and didn't even have the money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So where the money come from? <laughs> hey, you know, yeah. so yeah. these players now and and, and you and you got to take your head off of Dion and his family because they brilliant at this stuff. They are brilliant. You know, the only person. That's making more money off of NIDO other than uh, Shadur Sanders. In college? Yeah. It's it, one uh, player. Uh, is it Travis? Nope. Hmm. Hey, Come on, I'm giving you one more guess, and that's it. I'm going to have to tell you. <laughs> and, and it's a ridiculous number, too. I'm trying to think. We're talking football. No, no, we ain't talking football. Oh, we're talking about NIL, NIL, NIL about deals. Oh, girl from LSU? Uh, no, oh, no, not her. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. It's a guy. Hmm. Oh, I got to know now. Who is it? Bronnie James. Oh, oh yeah. I even. Dang, that's, that's He's making almost $6 million. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's crazy. That's before he ever even dribbled the ball for, for USC. Yep. Six million dollars, yep. man. Yeah, that's nuts. Crazy, crazy. Time. That's crazy. It's a man. lot of NFL players ain't making that kind of money. Nah, yeah. especially in NFL. But I mean, and I Brock know. Per I mean, Shador and uh, Shador and Brian have a little slight advantage. They daddies, you know, having the name they have. What did I say in the beginning of this? Who you know? Yeah, it's all in who yeah. you know in the marketing, right? You know, so, so these other players yeah. like. um they got a list out there. You can look up a list and they tell you what these players are making. Mm -hmm. 
because it's it's, it's it's public record. Now, how how true are, do you think these numbers are? Because since it's not come, the school, if it came from the school, that's state money, so they have to list it. But with this a private money, you can count them. That's what that's where the cars come. That's where the cars come from. Mm-hmm. The jewelry, the jewelry, the clothes, the shoes, and keep in mind they ain't wearing no cheap stuff. No. Nah. Yeah. So, oh, I see the pregame fits yeah. when they come down. Yeah, the hill. yeah. And you be like, this dude got on a twelve hundred dollar pair of pants. Come yeah. on, man. Hey, that boy Jaden Daniels was open casket sharp every game, boy. Man, and then <laughs> and then the jewelry. Woo. You know, they, they even said something about it at the Heisman thing. Wow, man, you updated your blink. He said, "Yeah, well, you know, I had to." Okay, <laughs> you talking about? I bet he had on somewhere. I I guarantee a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry on. Easy. Easy. You know, then the, the, the custom-made suits. Yep. You know? So... That made J.C. Penny right there. And then, like, I, I was trying to tell my, my guy's mom. I went online. And I, I don't know why I saw this website there. It was about NIL stuff. So I, so I, I looked it up. I sent it to his mom. My guy didn't know nothing about it. Mm. I said, mm. you a big dude. You should be in them big and tall men's stores. Hey, look at hey man, I want to I want to wear y'all clothes. You know, sometimes yep. you got to create your own deal. Yeah, yeah. You know, Jason Tatum, he from St. Louis. That dude got emos commercials and stuff. Yeah, I'm like, Makai is known just as well as Jason Tatum is around St. Louis. He should have those deals, McDonald's commercials, emos, yeah. any yeah. of this little stuff, Foot Locker, any of that little stuff. He should be in oh, yeah, all yeah. of that. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm not familiar. What like, what's emos? What is it? Emo pizza. That's a pizza, pizza place. Oh, it's a, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a pizza Man. chain. And look here. So like to and awesome. to your point, because uh, um, I'm sorry, you go because uh, I was just gonna say Luther Burton got a got a some chips out that you can get at the at the gas station with his yeah with yeah his picture yeah. On. yeah. Mm. And 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 his nil stuff oh, yeah. is skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. From from his freshman year, he came on the scene. You know, and and oh, yeah. let, let's go back to the basic stuff. Okay, you that kind of Luther Bird, you that kind of player. To me, my first deal gonna be a car dealership. That's gonna be my first deal. Upgrade my ride. Need some yeah, upgrade my ride. Yeah, I might not even like a Ford or a Chevy, but if they give me one, that's what I'm rolling in. If it's free, it's me. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> what, what is what, what, what? You see that big old monster truck Deion Sanders got? Mm-hmm. And they're up in Colorado. So his son about luxury vehicles, but they also all got trucks too. Oh, you need that with that weather. You got to. So, man, that kind of stuff, to me, marketing, if, if, if I'm handling Makai, my thing is, you're going to be, I'm not going to oversaturate you. But the major stuff, the McDonald's, the everybody know Emo's Pizza in St. Louis is a thing. You know, yeah. I know mm-hmm. black guys that own Emo's Pizzas. Mm-hmm. I'll take them right up there. Hey, shoot a commercial with them. I got a, a, a black guy down here that's got his own clothing store. Man, style him for a photo shoot. You know, that's what I'm doing. It's going to pump up your mm-hmm. store. This guy, he also, he promotes one of the uh, Silver Fox. Y'all heard of Silver Foxes, right? Mm-hmm. All these, yeah. these older guys, but he, he styles one of them, you know, and um, that's kind of stuff I'm doing for him. 
I'm getting every dime I can get because my my goal for Makai would be this: you will never touch your your uh, NFL money. It's going straight to the yeah. bank. You're gonna live off your deals. Yeah. That's me. Now, if you can mm-hmm. support your family off your deals, that's how they're gonna live. Because that NFL money, you ain't touching it. Not to your second contract. Man, that's what I'm doing. Sound like that's what you need to uh, step that's in. That's what I'm do. doing. Well, I mean, really, I wish I could have, <laughs> but that that would be my plan for him. Yeah. That that way he lived within his means. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. You know, that's gotta be that, the hardest part, man. Gotta it be. is, man. Because pressure. Pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, you sign them deals. Oh, Makai signs a rookie deal, you know, three, uh, let, let's say $6.7 million over three years. Well, you're talking about two and some change. 45% either. of that is mm-hmm. going to taxes. Yep. You got to pay your agent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, now, now and this is how I try to explain to my twin, his, his granny. I say, now he got to hire his own strength and conditioning coach. Mm-hmm. He, he, all these folks on payroll, every single mm-hmm. one of them. Yep. Ain't nobody working for free. Nope. So he already down and, three million or less. Uh, or less. Yeah. Or less. So you can't go buy no million dollar home. Nope. No. You know, no. you you, you might want to find you something in the three hundred thousand dollar range if you even want to buy a home. Yeah. I was just living in an apartment. Yeah, especially Give me a nice little apartment, yeah. make twelve, fifteen hundred dollars a month, and you know, and live like that. I think the hard you know, part is when you get doing. around like your older teammates that's on their second and third deals and they got all the money and they, you know, they pulling up into sports cars and they got the mansion yeah. and all that. That's that's where it's kind of like, well, damn, I play the same game. He played well. Yeah. I can't do that. Pure pressure, bro. Yeah. Pure pressure. But see, that's when you hire you a good team, you get you mm-hmm. a good account and they say, no, Makai, no, you can't afford that. Yeah. Here, let's go. Talk to this dealership over here. See if we can't get a deal for you. You shoot a little yep. commercial. They give you the truck. Give you the car. Give you the truck. Or lease it for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ain't you know? no deal with a real estate company. They might give you a nice yeah. little deal in the house. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just one of them things, man. You got to educate yourself. It's the most important thing out there. You got to sit up and say, hey, let's say if this is my only contract, this three-year deal. I got to make it last me 20 to 30 years. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to live mm-hmm. within my means. You know, my mama going to have to stay put where she at. Stay on her job. Yep. Because they always you know? say, oh, I'm going to buy my mama a house. So it's like, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't do that right off the rip. Well, I ain't going to mention no name, but a little guy here in St. Louis did just that. Mm. He had a rookie deal with the, with, with the Rams. Bought himself a nice house. Bought his mama a house. Lost both of them. Hmm. Yeah. I'm talking in less than three years. Wow. I believe yeah. it. I believe that's it. How, that's how, you know, and, and now he's back out here in the hood. Man. Mm. Hey, but to your point, uh, and I hate when people call these athletes dumb because a lot of times they they young and they, they just don't yeah. know. Like, it, the average American at 22 years old is not going to know how to manage their money. And that's why the average American at 22 years old is normally broke. So... Yeah. And you guess just got what? out of college, you got your first little, you know, job making, you know, twenty five, thirty thousand dollars, whatever that is, mm-hmm. right off the rip. But these mm-hmm. guys are getting a million dollars in their pocket, yeah. and they don't know what to do yeah. with it. Yeah. And guess what? Mama and daddy, if daddy around, don't know what to do with it. Because guess what? They want some of it too. 
Yep. And they want son to buy them this, buy them that. You know? And mm-hmm. they'll have their stuff longer than he'll have his stuff. Because they got you the wisdom at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Because guess what? He paid cash for them a car. So they got their car. Yep. And they ain't giving it up. You know? Oh, no. No. He go out here <laughs> and get an $80,000 car or something, and he got to give it back. But you think mom and daddy giving up theirs? Oh, no. Oh, nope. no. Nope. Pops got his at the car wash every other weekend. Yeah. So I just think, man, if if if, if we could do anything with this podcast, that's to teach these guys, get you a team together. Not a bunch of yes men, but somebody mm-hmm. that ain't scared to say no. And no, the good no, thing, bro. the key word you said was team, not a, not an entourage, but a team. No, no, no yeah. a team. team. Everybody, yeah. you know, and, and, and if if we want to take it from anybody, let, let's use LeBron James as, as the model. Look what he did. Mm-hmm. The same, like when we said, no new friends. Yep. Same folks he grew up with. He brought him, brought them with him. Yeah. And, but now that he gave them specific roles too. It wasn't. Yeah. Just, you with me? No. Yeah, you don't yeah. just carry my suitcase or or call for the car. No, the, you, everybody got a job, mm-hmm. and they all perform their jobs well. I mean, that that dude, man, I love that dude so much, and so many people hate on him, but you'll never hear nothing about him. Nothing. Nope. Yeah. Everything they talk about him is on that court. Yeah. And he got him a good one. Hair. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's the key. He ain't got no gold digging oh, yeah. woman. Because it, you and I, we all know, if you get the wrong woman, that's going to be your downfall. It's only a matter of time. And that's why I tell guys, man, if you see that money coming, dump your baggage. Dump it. Hey. Get rid of it. It's hey, y'all e- seen, easy to get rid of it now. Y'all seen the video where uh, Savannah only takes selfies with women? Like, yeah, she'll yeah. never stop and take a selfie with a man because she don't want no yeah. man out here making her look crazy or like... yeah, Yeah. She's smart, man. Man, yeah. get you a She's Savannah, smart. bro. Get yeah. You a Savannah. And she ain't all up in the limelight. Yeah. Nope. Nope. You just yo, you just yo, recently started her seeing her. Just recently. Because I think she she coming into her own womanhood now, and she understanding. Like LeBron probably said, hey, babe, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's okay to like they, they showed her going to oh well, of course the kids' basketball game, stuff like that. But you don't yeah. never see no club shit. None of that. Mm-hmm. None uh, of that. Uh-huh. Man. You know, uh, Remember LeBron. when uh when uh Rihanna was like putting the 23 on her stomach with suntan lotion and she, yeah. he just euro stepped past that like nope, you're not about to get me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Ain't for that. Cause the temptation the temptations are out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But but he got a, he got a solid family life. The dude got good kids and it's so easy for us, man, to trip up because all it takes, man, is a fat butt and a big chest, and we looking. Man. We looking. And don't man. let her show you the least bit of interest. Oh, my God, it's over for you. <laughs> if you ain't got no strong will, yeah, yeah. you know, I tell yes. my son, man, my son, I got two, two of them, man, and they, my youngest, this dude, if, if I show you a picture of him, you think it was Bow Wow. That's who he looks like. Mm. And, and and I tell him, I said, man, dude, and he's he's so cool, man. I love him so much. He's one of them dudes that he 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 ain't of the streets, but he know the streets. Yeah. And he grew up in St. Well, if y'all know from St. Louis, from 
in, in St. Peter's out there where all the white folks had. So he went to a predominantly white school mm-hmm. and what well, he he didn't hear the word no hardly ever. You know, he was big man on campus, you know, nice guy, had a personality, everybody liked him. And mm-hmm. it took me to bring him down to earth and tell him the same thing my mother told me at 16 years old. She said, get over yourself or somebody out there better than you. Mm. And I'm I'm glad I heard that at 16. Oh, yeah. Because, man, my, yeah. my wife would tell you to this day, she she said, oh, y'all don't know that dude. That dude's something else, you know, because and I tell her, I told her when I when I first got with her, I said, I'm going to tell you, I ain't the easiest person to get along with. I'm not. Yeah. Because I, I don't kiss no ass. I don't think no woman is God's greatest gift to man. I don't think that way. I said, whatever you get from me, you're going to earn it. I'm not mm. giving you nothing because I had to earn it. And that's our relationship. That's our relationship. You know, when you give somebody mm-hmm. something, guess what? They don't appreciate it. When they earn it, you know, yeah. it's a yeah. it's a big difference. You know, Huge difference. My, my brother called me one time and asked me, he said, man, uh, I think he was going on his fifth year anniversary. He said, what, what, do, what do you give a wife for his fifth year anniversary? I said, man, but if you can, if you can afford it, I say, let's say when you got married, you gave her a carrot diamond ring. Well, on your fifth year anniversary, you give her another carrot. You either upgrade that ring to a two carrot or buy a, a carrot tennis brace or some earrings. I say, that shows her her status is going up. Mm. I say, that's how I look at it. Get yeah, my little pad out. Right <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. If you're a diamond in the rough for me, I'm gonna show you that. Yeah. You know. Here mm-hmm. we go. You know. I say, okay. I, here's here's your ring. I say, what do you want? You want another ring, or you want some else? Because I got. I, I'm a believer of this. When it comes to your woman, because that's gonna be your peace and your joy in your life outside of your children. Mm-hmm. If you make her feel like she matters to you, it makes your life that much easier. Because I'm going to tell y'all something, man. This is what I told my wife when we got married. I said, I'm going to tell you something about me. I, I brought her to this house we're in right now. I walked her through the house. I said, what you think? She saw it's nice. I said, you like it? She said, yeah. I said, make it a home. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was it. That was it. Hey. For everybody listening, Valentine's Day coming up. Better get Woo. your act together. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> OG dropping some knowledge. And I'm telling you something. My uh-huh. wife don't work. My wife has never worked. Never. So we've get been together. I, told, together. I don't need her to work. I don't how, need long her to work. how long y'all been together now? Man, we've been married now seven years. Been together 23. Okay. Okay. But check this out. I told her she don't have to work for Because I need her to make sure I'm taken care of mm. Beautiful thing, black love. Cause look here, I, I told her I make enough money to take care of both of us. Your job is not to mess it up. Mm. You know, out here, my wife ain't one of them women who want all these purses and all that stuff. She ain't got none of that. But we got a beautiful home. We have a beautiful life. You know, I told her I didn't get married to cook or clean. I can do both, but I'm not gonna be married and got to do those things. She said, I don't want to work and pay no bills. I said, I don't need you to pay none. Cause guess what? I got something I can afford by myself. Mm. Don't need your help financially. And dude, if she walked in here right now, she'll tell you she has never paid the bill in this house. Don't have no idea what the house note is. 
what her car note was, because it's paid off now. Don't have no idea what the light bill is. She'll know none of that. That ain't none of her business. I'll tell her if she need to know, because I can't pay it, I'll tell her. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> hey, babe, you got, you, got, you got to step up, you know. But, but I'm, I'm just saying, you know, a lot of times we um we do things, man, to try to please a woman and get ourselves in debt we don't need to be in. Yeah. You know, that's real. so 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 that, that's my whole thing. My mother always said, get something you can afford by yourself because a woman will love you at 7 a.m. while you're walking out that door going to work, call you while you're on your job at 12 noon on your lunch hour and say she's leaving you. Mm. You know, love changes. Right in the army talking about you. Yeah, situations change, you know. So, you know, y'all young, man, you know. If some stuff in that in your relationship ain't ain't the way you want it, have a conversation. That's all it is. It, it can make or break it. your relationship, yeah. but you still got to have it. Because what is what's first thing she's going to say? You ain't never told me that. Yeah. You know? Or you're going to yep. say, I, I ain't know you felt that way. But if you talk about it, <laughs> me and my wife have tough conversations all the time. All the time. And I just straight up tell her, mm. that ain't going to happen. I want. I want to do that. That ain't gonna happen. You got some money? No, that ain't gonna happen. It's just that simple. And I leave it alone. <laughs> you know, straight up. You know, so you know, I feel for. Um, I, I I really I wish that man, guys like Makai could sit down with other men who married mm. or in good stable relationships, and they get ready to go into the situation. They get ready to go into, and just sit down. Like we're doing right now and have mm -hmm. these kind of conversations about money, about the woman. What's your relationship with the woman you with right now? If if you had to make a decision, stay or go, what would you do right now? Make a decision. You got three seconds. Mm -hmm. That's what real. would you do? Yeah, because that, mm -hmm. that leads to mentorship. We all need mentorship. Like We said. all need that. We don't have it, man. Yeah. I didn't have it. Mm -hmm. But man, we we got to be able to talk to each other and tell the dude, man, this might not be my business, but I'm going to say this. And if you want to not talk to me no more, that that's your call. But, man, the way you talk to your woman just ain't cool. That ain't right, mm. man. That yeah. ain't right. Yeah. That ain't right. You got to be able to call people out on their stuff, man. You, we have to as men, you know. Mm -hmm. Or, man, you know, look like your son might need some of your time, man, you know. Instead of hanging out with the fellas, get that get that son that afternoon or that morning, you know. Mm -hmm. Boy, accountability it. is key. It yeah. is, man. Yeah. And we wonder why our kids go wrong because all these man, just like you sit up here, we watch all this NFL stuff at uh, the Heisman. How many single moms did you see up there with their kid? Well, this time around, it wasn't too many. But all in them the past, daddies wasn't. Yeah, yeah, in the past. Yeah. My mama, my mama, my mama. But see, mm -hmm. now we talk about a whole nother generation. These are the men who made them babies, and now they stay in there. Yep. You know, Jaden Daddy was there. Yeah. Michael Penny's but, Daddy was there. But, but now, daddy. but Jaden Daddy, Jaden Mother and Father, not together. Yeah. But he, I see him at all the games. They they co-parenting. Yeah. Yeah, they, because hey, they see the big picture. Yep. And he was that boy's coach all his life. Mm -hmm. And you heard what he said. His daddy wanted to play defensive back because mm -hmm. he was so small. Yeah. 
You know, he was like, nah, dad, I want to sling this thing. I can do it, <laughs> you know, but he bet on himself and he won. Hey, that's real. Yeah. Now, I hope he get a coach. He, he, like he, he hired himself a fitness guru that's going to put some weight on him. That dude needs about 15, 20 pounds, man. Yeah. We see Bryce getting manhandled. No. Yeah, yeah. You see what uh Lamar Jackson did in the offseason? He yep. put on that 15 pounds of muscle. Now he's about to win the MVP. Yeah. He's a different quarterback. So, you know, you got to look at some people and say, man, that worked for him. I'm going to try that out. Like me, myself, I'm going to go straight to him and ask him, man, who did you hire? Who helped you out? Well, That's what I'm doing. Because I try to tell my, my, my twin. It's a conversation. If I'm a Kai, I'm calling LeBron people. I need some help. If y'all can't help me, point me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Somebody, that's what I'm doing. Can. You know, because I know they got other people on their team that's doing the same thing Rich Paul them doing. They got somebody that's understudying them. They ain't just the only ones doing this. They got a whole team of people that's getting mm-hmm. lower draft picks. You know what I mean? They... It, like Rich Paul got certain certain players, but he got other players that uh he got a team handling them. Cause some of them say, "Well, nah, I can't get to Rich Paul. I'm I'm, I'm gonna get his uh his, his his underling. You know, he can handle my stuff and get that same knowledge, man." So that's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, do your do your homework. Well, you know? Jay Wright, you got anything else you want to get into? Ah, uh, nah. This was this was it. Like I, I learned more. On this hour, and I probably did the job this week, so I'm gonna take these notes. I'm gonna go up here and uh, apologize to my wife, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> get my act together. But now nah, I'm pretty good. I'm good, man. I, I appreciate OG Mr. Lawrence jumping on with us. Like me and him had a couple conversations before, so I knew he'd be a great guest, and he just he just knocked it out the park. This was a great episode. And, oh, we're gonna uh, have you back on. Yeah, we definitely well, gonna have man, to have you I appreciate back, it, man. And we, oh, we can talk know. about anything and everything, man. But one thing I, I, I would like for us to always do, talk about life, our oh, life, yeah. our family life. What we're trying to do to get better at it. Because somebody going to listen to this and going to say, yeah, man, they made some good points on that. Like you say, you can go up there and pause out your wife. I got up this morning. I went to the gym. I came back, told my wife, what you doing? Just got out of the shower, put some clothes on. We went to, we went to lunch, you know? Hey, that's real. You know, but again, you got to do that stuff. It's what matters, you know? Yeah. So, hey, now I'm going to go out here and try to knock it back out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that well that concludes episode 114 of King Collar with your boy, J.K. Your boy, J. Ray. And we out. Yes, sir. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Hey, that was the perfect. That was perfect. Man, if you hating on anybody, you need to stop that shit. I called Tip off the rip. What's happening? Swap that shit. Savage Life 6 in the mix. You better cop that shit. Man, quit hollering. It's coming quick. and going to drop that shit. Man, to the bubble. <laughs> I'm all right. This must be Jarvis. Well, nah, that's Jason. I'm Jarvis. Well, Jay- oh, you job- Oh, you got to put a man on your shoulders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. <laughs>